Hey guys, Montel here, and thanks so much for tuning in to this edition of Let's Be Blunt with Montel. And I'm coming to you today from the Long Beach, California Convention Center, where um, I was a keynote speaker at the Cannabis Science Conference here, uh, and you know had an opportunity and have an opportunity to meet with a lot of different guests and people who are here studying and learning about cannabis, and you know, um, and some of the new scientific breakthroughs. But we also get a chance to talk to you know, some people who are working on other initiatives, you know, being a part of Let's Be Blunt. You know, I like to be blunt enough to bring you information that will help you make a decision and help make a good choice for yourself if you happen to visit dispensaries or things like that. But I also want to give you information about other substances that are sprouting up right now and, and ways that are different ways of people addressing their personal need for, let's call it, emotional um, evolution. I mean, it's probably about the best way I can say it. So listening today, I'm really interested in talking to a guest of ours that, that happens to be here at the conference. A uh, guest today was born and raised in the Amazon jungle of Peru. He comes from a family of healers and was taught by his grandfather how to use natural tobacco to eliminate accumulated negative and harmful energy, which is causing disharmony for a person and their space. He's joined here today with his partner, who's an herbalist and healer for many years herself. And together they run the Shabeta, mm-hmm. Shabeta. Heal, Shabeta Healing Garden, Ashenenka mm-hmm. Mina, yes. and Bernadette Torres. Thanks so much for being a part of Let's Be Blown Montel. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Look, and, and uh, Bernadette's going to do some translation for uh, Mr. Mino. And um, so let's let's jump right into this because I, it, this is very interesting to me. I'm, studying and reading about or teaching me about something that's called the practice of natural tobacco as a healing agent. And I think that, you know, my listeners might think that that's really counterintuitive. Explain to me the history of natural tobacco. Let's talk about that first. Why is natural tobacco, we've been taught in the last 30, 40 years in America that tobacco is bad, tobacco is bad, tobacco is bad. But there are some medicinal and, I guess, some good components of tobacco that we don't know about. Explain this to me. Hay una mirada. Hay una mirada comercial. Hay una mirada desde otra cultura. So there's the commercial look at it, and then there's also his cultural look at it. Esa mirada desde mi cultura es para el trabajo de... Sanación. So from his culture, it's used for healing. Hay dos partes en este uso. Hay una parte del uso físico, hay otra parte del uso espiritual. So there's the physical use um, for healing, and there's also the spiritual part. Okay, let's just talk about the spiritual or the, the physical part of using tobacco. What, what are the healing components? Do you understand what eh, La misma, eh, el mismo uso, porque esto dentro de las familias de mi comunidad es muy natural trabajar con el sherry, ¿no? en el sherry para poder eh, bañarse y limpiar todo lo que se necesita. Pero hay situaciones que es un poco más que no está al alcance de la familia para la sanación, entonces se recurre a un sheripiare. Esto es uh, 
quién hace la limpieza mucho más alta cuando ya la familia dice, oh, no puedo, necesito a alguien más. Entonces, ese es el rol que hace el Sheripiari para poder limpiar, quitar esas situaciones energéticas que no se necesitan en el cuerpo. So he's talking about in their community, in their culture, everybody works with natural tobacco. Like they, if somebody's not feeling good, they'll get the tobacco and they have different ways of using it on the physical body for physical, physical ailments. Not only smoking. Not just smoking. Okay. They do use the, the smoke, but they don't inhale it. They use the smoke to blow onto the person. But they call in a sheri piari, which is what Mino is, and what that translates to is the man who works with the tobacco. They'll call in a sheri piari when there's something spiritually or emotionally, something that you can't take a picture of and see in the body, but it's happening anyways. People are coming to them with pain or they're suffering in some manner um, that doctors can't identify. So the sheri piari is able to use the tobacco smoke, and it's not just smoke. They use baths and they use um, paste and different um, parts of the tobacco to help create balance in the person's body. It's so similar to, in some ways, it's similar to the way cannabis is used. Exactly. I mean, cannabis is not only used as a smoke, but, you know, we have oils and we have tinctures and we have, you know, uh, ways to rub it on the skin. Yeah. So I mean, we should think about tobacco that way? I think so. I, well, here is what I am seeing with, um, with the parallel of cannabis and tobacco. Tobacco has a bad, uh, reputation. Cannabis has a bad reputation, yeah, supposedly. Yeah. And tobacco has been um, chemicalized. You know, it's been domesticated. Um, so many chemicals thrown it. And so people who are using tobacco are feeling the effects of the chemicals. They're not feeling the effects of natural tobacco. Natural right. tobacco, you cannot abuse it. It's very difficult to abuse because it's so powerful. And the things that it makes you witness or see is going to be different than if you were smoking just regular cigarettes. So cigarette off of, out of a drugstore. Yes. Right? Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. So now explain to me the whole process of how you prepare yourself for these healing sessions. So people can come to, you know, mm -hmm. and say, you know, I've really been depressed or I've really been anxious or I'm feeling very nervous. Yeah. So what does he have to do? How does he prepare to treat and interact with a person? Yeah. So first of all, um, the way that he takes care of himself before a session is he will prepare the space, he prepares the altar, and then he will blow tobacco smoke all over the whole space. He will blow it all over himself. And if I'm going to be in the space, then I get tobacco blown on myself also. And and that's not, he's not inhaling. He's, he's just not putting inhaling. his mouth he's, and blowing it out. Yeah, he's just pulling the smoke in and then he blows it out on the, per, you know, well, the now during the pandemic, we don't have people in our space. We've been doing long distance. So he has these dolls that were made in, in his community and that's what he uses to represent the person. He also needs a person's name at birth, any significant name changes, the date of birth and his, their physical address. Those are the three pieces of information that help him identify the person so that the remote healing goes to that person. Mm -hmm. That person needs to be in their own space, not with their animals, not with a, a partner. They need to be alone in that space. It's okay if they fall asleep, but um, they if they want to meditate, that's okay too. And sometimes I tell people, if you have a partner, you want to be with that person after the session, you wait at least 45 minutes to an hour, and then your own body will tell you, okay, I'm pretty sure this is done. And then you can go lay in that space with your partner. 
explain the experience. So again, Mino prepares his space. Mm-hmm. And again, because of the pandemic, the person's not physically there with him. Yes. So now the other person, they should prepare a space for themselves. Yes. A meditative space or however you do your own prayers or, you know, whatever creates protection around you and opens you up so that you're receptive. Okay. And then that person is sitting there and they're doing this across computer screens. Mm-hmm. So they're watching Mino. They're they're actually not watching me. No, what happens is I call people up. I do a guided meditation that helps create more of the energetic space. I help them connect to their breath. And then we use the breath to to create an energetic field. And then I connect them to a body of water. And it's whatever comes into their own mind. Sometimes it's a river. Sometimes it's an ocean. Sometimes it's a pond. But that body of water is significant to the person. And then that body of water, so when they're laying there by themselves, they can see themselves going to the body of water and placing all the things they want to let go of so that you're, if you don't want to share that personal information or you feel traumatized by something, you don't have to share that information with us. You put it into the body of water and you ask that that be um, healed. And then the next morning, I call you up and I tell you the summary of what he found in your body and you'll be able to go, ooh, that is exactly where I've been feeling this pain. This is exactly where I've been feeling this dysfunction. Oh, that was an old injury that I had. And sometimes during those sessions, he'll have dreams that he doesn't understand, but I record them. And then the person, when I call him back, will go, oh, I know where that is. Oh, I know who that was. And it's related to what they put into the basket or what they're trying to heal. Wow, and then they're, they're, are they phys- they're not physically putting something into a basket. They're emotionally. Yeah, it's the, it's the imagination. It's imagination. Yeah, or sure, what I call it the sacred imagination because you're using sure. your own mental power. Sure, I mean I think it's, you know I I'm, I I've been involved in a, you know a, a neuromodulation and, uh, and during some of the neuromodulation sessions that I had to do, I uh, literally part of my neuromodulation guided meditation is literally sitting in a river. Like, I like to sit in a river, and then as the water runs by me, though I'm not physically sitting in a river, yeah. I literally, as a leaf goes by, I grab a leaf and I put something on that and let that wash down the river. Oh, you're wash already, away. yeah, good. And, 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 and it really is, that, that's, that has been, for me, one of the easiest. I really, I, the, the one that I like the most is, <laughs> imagine sitting on the top of a cliff that's a waterfall. Oh, yeah. So I'm sitting at the edge of the waterfall, looking down in the valley and looking at the waterfall below me. So as leaves come by, I can grab one, put something on it, drop it, let it go over the waterfall and splash down at the bottom and run down wow. and go away. Beautiful. Um, and that's been, that's been, you know, I, I can, I can really literally tune into that yeah. to the point that, you know, everything else goes away. Yeah. It's been one of the, uh, you know, and, and I'm using a neuromodulation tool at the same time. And that modulation tool is sending a signal through the tongue into the brain. Oh. And um, I literally imagine that, you know, for myself with MS, mm-hmm. that my illness is washing away. Mm-hmm. So you wash that away. So yeah. the difficulty that I've had walking washes away. Yeah. Is this kind of where this, this thought process is? Yes, very much like that. Now there are, I mean, that's beautiful that you're able to, recognize that you can use your mind to do that. There are a lot of people who are like, my imagination, you know, poo-poo, we don't believe in the imagination. Um, The power of your imagination. People don't understand, 
you know, the power of your thought. Yes. And, you know, your thought does manifest in the physical world. It absolutely does. Well, the cool thing about the meditation is that a lot of times it will make people fall asleep. So they, even though they're not, they can't use their imagination, but they will relax into a state where they will fall asleep, which is good because then they're receptive. And then they'll be surprised the next morning when I give them the summary of where this energy was found in their body. And you don't have to tell us anything. You don't have to tell us your dysfunction, your ailments, your emotional traumas. We don't need, we even will encourage you not to share with us so that you, you know, that you will recognize this, you know, this really, the spirits were really there doing the work. And, and for, for me, you know, like, like what does he feel? I mean, like, if, let's say you were doing a session with me. Do you, does he feel the physical, physically, does he feel the manifestation mm-hmm. of what's bothering me? He does. So there, there's been times where he'll tell me before I call the person up, he'll say, ask them if they have something going on in their eye. Mm-hmm. Is there something going in their lower back? Ask them if they're feeling something in their stomach. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, I'll say, hey, is this going on with you? And, and, and the person will respond positively. Yeah. And then at the same time, he is, let's go back to the, to the, the, the natural tobacco. He is utilizing the exit. Talk, walk me through that process. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Do you want to know how to become a social media influencer, how to grow an online business, how to make money from your laptop and build a profitable online company? Well, I'm going to show you how in my podcast, Living the Red Life. I built a million-dollar company at the age of 25, a $10 million company at the age of 30, and now I'm the A-list celebrity marketer that speaks around the world on how to transform businesses and make them profitable using Facebook ads, marketing, social media. My name is Rudy Moore, and I'm super pumped to bring you my podcast, Living the Red Life. I know this is going to become your new favorite podcast, and I'm going to show you how to grow a profitable online company step-by-step every single week. So he starts with the tobacco. He actually has a whole altar that's set up and, and the fire's really important because when he's working, drying that energy out, he's placing it in the fire. Now the person on the other end, I instruct them to whatever they're pulling out, whatever they want to release and, and transform, they're putting in the water. So we're working with fire and water. And then um, while he's doing that, he also works with obsidian eggs and those clear the lineages because a lot of times what we're carrying isn't our own programming yeah this comes from you know our father our mother's lineage and are some things from childhood that we don't remember like birth and so those things get cleared and so those eggs when he puts them down they'll do different they'll either flip to the right they'll flip to the left they'll do this wiggling business all of those signify something and so when when it's over i will tell you what the eggs did and then you'll tell you'll confirm to me yes that's what happened so if there was some kind of trauma it'll throw it if there was a, a masculine authority in your life who caused a trauma or if there's a, something mental going on where people are losing um, their uh, ability to use their brain, their nervous system, the brain will do a, a wiggle on top. And so they either end up with like Parkinson's or, you know, anything with the nervous system. Wow. Yeah. Or the brain. It could even be psychological. It can be, you know, psychosis. Uh, how was, uh, you know, to, can you explain his training and the, was this from, from relatives? Was it family passed down? Talk a little bit about that for me. Yeah, he was trained by his grandpa, Kensi Kwadi. Kensi Kwadi was a well-known healer in the central jungle of Peru in a region called Maranquiari. 
People would travel for days to come see his uncle. And when they couldn't because they were sick or they would send messages. And so his, his, his grandfather would sit there and do this work. And he would pull Mino aside since he was, could, you know, sit there and pay attention. He would sit him next to him and Mino would observe. So it's oral teaching. He was taught watching. Watching. And back then, I'm sure that the people that some of them would send messages, others would physically come yes. to be with the grandfather, yes. right? Yes, yeah. And so Mino got an opportunity to observe all that. Yes. Wow. Okay. Well, now tell me a little bit about, you know, is is ayahuasca used also in this process in, or any of the psychedelics? Yeah, in Mino's culture, um, the, what they what we call ayahuasca, they the name for it is camarampi. Camarampi is not used to um, travel or do, you know, what we do, do this mental cleansing or emotional cleansing. In their culture, they only use it twice a year after the rains. They use it to clear their bodies of any toxins that have accumulated over, you know, those seasons. So they only use it twice a year for cleansing the body. Now, what we what we like to do with these sacred plants so that we can have these, you know, journeys. Yeah. Okay. They use tobacco. Tobacco does so. He, the effects that he gets similar to us would be from tobacco. And is that just from being blown on you, or is that from actually? It's from him working. Yeah, the way he works with it, he he's in an altered state. When I'm there standing next to him, he can sometimes not hear me. I, you know, I have to get his attention because he's in a trance, like not completely out of this world. I mean, he's not going to, if the house is burning down, he's going to know it and he's going to come out of it. But he goes into a really concentrated straight um, state. And he tells me afterwards, he feels like he's buzzing. You know, he feels vibration wow. moving through his body. And uh, you've been doing this for how long has he been doing this? How long have you been doing this? Tantos años están haciendo este trabajo con Sherry. Aquí por respeto a la cultura aquí desde el año 2009 eh, yeah. tenemos so como here 16 in, años. in the United States he's been doing it since 2009 wow yeah and and how many I mean now are people aware of this how where do they go to get more information about this it's uh, fascinating yeah you can go to our web our website and, Which is? and it's shabeta www.shabeta s h a b e t a com and so it'll give you information about what we do and uh, talks a little more about his relationship with his his um, grandparents and how he's you know he's worked with this. Um, in their community, they work with the tobacco in much stronger ways than what we can handle, what our culture can handle. So they use a paste, okay. and they will put it in their mouth, and then they the person lays naked on the ground, and they will spit the tobacco all over their body. But because of our culture and our violation, you know, yeah. rules and laws and everything that's happening, you know, you have, you have to, you out of respect for how, you know, we're different. Yeah, no, I, no, I understand. Yeah. No, but, but now, how do you translate that into this culture? So yeah. instead of spitting it yeah. on you, what do you make a paste out of it and rub it on the person? Um, well, we, he actually doesn't work with the paste with people here. Okay. He, he'll do... Another one called lagrimas, where he makes a liquid, and then we inhale it, and that helps to cleanse the body, and it will have some effects, but it all depends on the person. Wow. And then now, again, distant treatments mm -hmm. 
So he sends that to the person ahead of time, or is that something that that, that that's separate? You come to us in New Mexico, and we okay. set up a group healing, and and we do it in a group. Gotcha. Yeah. And are there other methods? So there's the paste, there's the liquid, there's, and there's, there's there. I call them tortas. So there, he makes this little, um, almost like crackers. And he does that with the tobacco and it's a whole process. It takes him like a month to make them. And then you cut little, little biscuit pieces. They're very, very small and you consume them and, and you feel drunk from eating it, but it's a cleanser. It cleans the body of toxins, any environmental recreational, um, you know, toxins in our body. It's it's so in, insane. I mean, I, I've never experienced tobacco like that. Mm-hmm. I didn't experience it either. And when I first met Mino, I it freaked me out. And I was one of those people that, pew, I don't want to smell the tobacco around me. But um, it's not the way that he grows it. We Well, we grow it. Um, the way that it's grown, no chemicals. It has a different smell to it. It doesn't linger. I know that some people will smell it on me. If you come right after a session, you'll smell it on me. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't linger. We've been doing it in in the home that we live in in the in the bedroom, and the bedroom doesn't smell like tobacco, so it clears out. Whereas if you were a smoker, you know your car smells like smoke, your clothes smell like smoke. Sure. And that's because yeah. of some of the other chemicals. Yes, that are in there, yes, right? Right? yeah. Right, well, let's talk a little bit about what the you know there are. You said it earlier. You talked about feminine and masculine, you know, uh, uh, tendencies or energies in plants, mm-hmm. similar to energies in people. Mm-hmm. What's what? What is that, and why is that so important? Explain it to me. So, so tobacco has a mm-hmm. feminine and masculine component. Mm-hmm. Well, what I'm understanding, and this is my understanding right now, and I always tell people, you know, I've only been, I've known Mino for 16 years. So I only, I feel like I'm a 16 year old, you know, like a teenager who's learning this information. And what I understand right now is that some people consider tobacco a masculine energy. But when I met Mino, the very day that I met Mino, I had um, a, what people would call a spell or a fainting spell. And I went into a vision and I met a goddess, a a beautiful Indian goddess. Her upper body was huge, naked, breasted woman. And the bottom half of her was the ruins. It could have been Machu Picchu. I've never been there. So I don't, you know, know what the ruins look like, but she had a, a half of her body was ruins. She had her arms open up to me, like in a welcoming, come here. And she was talking to me in an indigenous language. Now, I didn't understand the words, but I felt them. And I understood her to be telling me, you know, come to us. We want to teach you something. So she called herself an us. Come to us. We have things to teach you. Then I didn't understand it in that moment. It was only after studying with him for so many years that I recognized that this vision was, you know, the tobacco coming to me and saying, I'm going to you know, I want you to know these. I want you to learn these things so that you can share it with other people. Though we don't do any advertising, the only the only way people know about us is through word of mouth. That's how we have, you know, been doing this since two thousand and nine. And we're spreading the word right now. Yeah, it, except for now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. So now, uh, um, I'm sure there's a cost, and I'm not. Uh, saying that negatively no but so but so people can contact you through your website yeah they can enroll in is a is it a schedule kind of series of courses or yes. they schedule something for themselves i talked to him on the phone and we talk about what you know what i from what i understand from the experience that i've had i you know i'll tell them this will be useful to you or i and most of the time i tell people go look at our web page go read it look at me 
look at me. Do you feel like you resonate with us? Are you feeling like called to do this? Um, many times people have dreams about a hummingbird or um, jaguar. Those are the spirit and the messenger of tobacco. And a lot of times they'll come in dreams to you to tell you, yeah, this is some work that'll be useful and helpful to you. Um, if people choose to come work with us, we don't, we truly don't charge. We ask for an offering because people all say, well, what if you were charging? What would you charge? And and I'd say, well, this is an offering. You make an offering. We don't, we don't want to charge. Um, but, you know, we're giving a lot of time to do sure, this. So, absolutely. you know, we just. Should throw, be compensated. Yeah, no question. yeah. And so that's basically what we're doing is an exchange. Gotcha. Yeah. Explain a little bit more to me about, you know, okay, there, there, there are three parts of human life that you focus in on. Or do you mm -hmm. focus on the mother's lineage, mm -hmm. the father's lineage, mm -hmm. lineage, and the person's own mm -hmm. childhood lineage. Yes. Talk about those three things and why they're different. Yeah. So if um, every time I keep little records because I'm, I'm in training, but also it helps me to be able to explain better to people. So the longer I've done this, I've been able to give better explanations. Now those, what those eggs do when there's been a trauma, they'll go in the direction to tell, you know, where that trauma occurred. And um, when he clears them, they, those lines will be, you know, like a channel to the, you know, because it's cleared. So it's no longer doing these funny business things. Now, when people ask, well, what was that about? He has been trained to not look at images. Like he's not here to tell you your past. He's not here to tell you what your traumas were. He's been trained to tell you it's been cleared. Don't put any more energy into it. Because the more we think about it, the more we talk about it, we're feeding it. It's like a little seed. And so he'll clear that lineage. And if you start going, oh, my mom was such a cruel mother. She did these. You start horrible. feeding it and it comes yes. back. And so that line will start going, eh. mm -hmm. you know, or those, those things that we do to ourselves because we're used to that programming in our brains, it'll be re-triggered. Wow. Yeah. And, you know, now again, where do you live? Do you live here in the States? or you We live, live in Albuquerque. In Albuquerque. We have a home in Albuquerque right now. So you don't want people, people don't come to Albuquerque, to your home? Um, not, you a, not unless they're, uh, they talk to me and we have a, a discussion. Um, that's not going to happen right now because of the pandemic. We, sure. And we live with a small child, so we don't want um, to bring energies into the home with this small child. Um, we do have plans to go back to Peru. He has land that he wants to build a home on. And then we want to bring people out to the to there to do these healing treatments out there when it's possible. Gotcha. Now, yeah. now do, do you also, do you use, utilize cannabis at all? Or is those are two separate things? I use cannabis. Mm -hmm. Now, um, Mino doesn't feel any effects from any other plants. I mean, if I gave him an edible, it would knock him out. But he doesn't have any kind of um, connection to other plants that he feels really strongly with. It's only tobacco. For me, the connection with cannabis, when, I, when I'm when i doing work with Mino, he's doing the tobacco, and I um, ingest a little bit of um, cannabis, I will actually start to feel um, what the people are going through, too. I pick up the feminine um, energy that is coming through the person. Sometimes I'll have dreams or I'll just feel the energy that they're feeling in their body. And then I'm able to um, um, explain or talk about what's going on with the person. Wow. Okay. Give give your website one more time. You don't have to say www. Okay. Just give your website one more time. It's S-H-A-B-E-T-A 
Dot com. Yeah. So if people want to get uh, do a session with you, and that's what we call it, a session. Yeah. You'll go to the website, and then there's a place where you can put your name in, and then it'll um, come to my email, and then I'll give you a call, or I'll send you my phone number and tell you, call me. And then you normally know, you know say, take a look at us. Yeah. I, yeah. I like that when you yeah. said that. It was so cool. Yeah. Take a look at us. If yeah. you think, if we turn you yeah. on in a way that right. you think we're going to help you, then yeah. reach out. If not, I then we skip believe, it. We, be, we don't believe we're the healers. People after a session, will they're bowing down to Mino. They're calling him shaman. And he says, don't give me those titles and, you know, don't give me the thanks. You give the thanks to the poder infinito, the infinite power. Um, people call God, creator, whatever name you use for that source. That's who's doing the work. All we're doing is guiding you to your inner healer, your inner power. That's all we, um, we are, that's the only thing we know how to do. Wow. Yeah. Has this, has this conference been good for you? Have you, are oh, you presenting? I love this. Con- yeah. We presented just right before we came and saw you. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it was good- very beautiful. It was a good turnout. And we were talking to people up to the moment we came to do this oh, interview with you. Oh my goodness. Well, I'm glad. I'm yeah. so happy for yeah. you. And I hope that the word gets out and spread out. But more, you've completely changed my mind about tobacco completely. Oh, yeah. And I'd like to hear, I'm going I'm to go up and take a look at your website and see if oh, I can study you. and learn a little bit more myself. Oh, thank you so much. Absolutely. Yeah. And so for all of you out there who've been listening to Let's Be Blah, 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 you got to imagine that, you know, we have just stayed focused on cannabis, but in the way you've explained tobacco mm-hmm. and the fact that most of the tobacco that most people have consumed in North America and around the world has really been chemically laden product that really has nothing to do with what Mino is doing. Right. I uh, I got to look a little bit more into this and see if I can find out some information for myself. Yeah. And the other difference is that tobacco, the commercialized tobacco, is meant to make you addicted. Or this, he doesn't want you to come do session after session after session with him. He wants you to feel that healing as quickly as possible and, you know, just feel empowered and feel imbalanced right away. Thank you so yeah. much for the both of you. Thank you so much for being a part of the show today, sir. Thank you. Uh, solamente para decirle y mostrarle, eh, este es el tabaco natural. ¿no? So this pues, is the natural tobacco from ah, our garden. Esto no está dedicado, solamente. It's not prayed over yet. It's not dedicated for healing yet. Está cosechado, secado bajo sombra. So this has been um, harvested and it's been um, dried under the shade. Pero ah. una vez que esté dedicado ya sí se puede trabajar de manera energética con esto mismo. Once he prays over it, then it's ready to be used Pero as healing. Con, con algo que se puede poner aquí, luego prenderlo y, y se puede. No es recreacional. Uh, he's not ver. doing this for recreation, but he's showing Porque you his pipe, and this is what he uses no, to you. blow the es, tobacco smoke. Esto es ya dedicado para poder trabajar, porque no estamos trabajando solamente para una cosita. Es energético, es muy fuerte. Entonces, pues... Varios dicen, pero ¿cómo es? ¿Dónde está? ¿Cómo? ¿Qué es lo que prefieres? ¿Sentirte bien? ¿O querer saber qué es? Porque cuando tú le dices, mira, tú has tenido esto, regresa otra vez la semilla acá, regresa. So, crece, 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 crece otra vez. He's talking again about how, you know, when he works with people, they want to know, tell me, you know, like, what, why is it? Why is that ailment happening? What what caused it? They want to know a story. And he says, what do you prefer in your life? Do you prefer to keep on telling the same story over and over again? Or do you recognize it's gone? Right. Focus in on it's gone. This is done. It's gone. Y también preparamos cuando el, 
el agüita, porque son un, una noche de carga energética, una, un día de carga energética y lo ponemos aquí para poder trabajar, ¿no? Trabajar en, le decimos oyakishiri, ¿no? Es, entonces, esto es bastante. Y está preparado, pues, también. Yo he traído solamente una muestra para, pero no está dedicado. Para, para trabajar hay que dedicarlo. So he's, he's showing you another way that he works with it in groups. He does what they call lagrimas de sherry in his language. It's called oyaki. Oyaki. Yeah. And, but they use the liquid in this manner in groups. Um, they inhale it and this clears the toxins out of the body on a physical wow. level. Yeah. That's y también uh, preparamos cuando es en pasta. No? Entonces this lo, is the paste. Lo guardamos. And this eh, is what he stores it in. Y entonces, pero solamente es como para mostrar, pero no lo utilizo aquí. He doesn't use this with por, the por people respeto, in our culture for respect that, you know, people. we're not going to take off our clothes and yeah. let him spit all over our body. Got it, got it. Got it. <laughs> That's <laughs> reserved for his, the people from his culture. That's incredible. Yeah. Wow. Well, thank you so much for sharing. Mm -hmm. And thank you for being a part of the show today. Thank you, too, for inviting me. Absolutely. And for all of you out there, I've got to tell you, there's always something new. And I've just learned a lot of new today. So I want to thank you both for being here. Thank well, you. Thank you also for tuning in for this edition of Let's Be Blunt with Montel. Thanks for joining me on Let's Be Blunt with Montel. Please make sure you're subscribed and hit the bell to be notified when new episodes post each week. We'd love to hear your feedback also, so please send us your comments. <laughs> Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. I'm Larry Mishkin, and I'd like to invite you to join Rob Hunt and me on our weekly podcast, The Deadhead Cannabis Show. Each week, we explore the latest cannabis and jam band news and reminisce with other deadheads and jam band lovers about the great musical acts that we've seen and heard. Check out a new episode every Monday.